the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here at your service. And today's a special day because I have help today. I have another gray-haired guy that's sitting here next to me. He's a gray-haired guy, and that means he's been in the car business for a long time. And his name is Kurt Rock. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Mark, but you got trouble if I'm your help. No, no, I want to tell you <laughs> something. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Folks, the reason why um, Kurt is a member of our Best Car Repair Shops list, but Kurt's is also something special because this year, Kurt's won the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award for his category. And I think there's five categories, and it's based on employees. Five, yes. Okay. So you won your category, and there were... They they don't really tell us, but there was there was how many finalists? Five? There's five. Uh, no, there's three finalists per category, and you were one in yours. Right. And then there's five winners. Okay. So so you have a one in three chance of winning is what I was getting at in your category. In your yeah. Ca- but well, how many how many businesses are there that apply? That apply. There's a bunch. Right. So you apply first, and it's a self application. Yes, I wrote sir. mine. You wrote I yours. I wrote mine. And then the Better Business Bureau has a, a, a membership board that and uh, that contains winners from past years as well. Yes. And then they narrow it to three. They do interviews and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. with the three. And then they pick, I think. They have a, 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 a panel of ASU students that and business students in ASU that also help pick. Okay, okay. Yeah. And so then they pick the winners. Right. So then we all go to the... Um, Where's that place at that we went? I don't know, Mark. We ain't never invited her. I think it was a Biltmore. Biltmore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they, they don't. <laughs> Usually there's a, a dress code that I can't even come close to coming. You whined that whole night, by the way. Did you notice that? I did. Yes. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, I mean, when they talk about suits and formal attire and <laughs> stuff like that, I don't have that. Well, your boots look good that night. I want to uh, tell you a funny story, and it's a true story. Um, I was asked to be on a disciplinary committee for the state bar okay um by the supreme court wow and um as with most government requests it's kind of open-ended so i said you know i need the parameters how long am i going to be there (laughs) yeah (laughs) because i don't want to be there for the rest of my life (laughs) and and uh, they said you know it's it's a year appointment and so forth and so on and you're going to be working with for this guy and i said okay fine that's fine so then they called back and they said, what size robe do you wear? <laughs> and I said, I, I want to tell you, I spent my entire juvenile life standing in front of the bench looking up. So 
I am not wearing a robe yeah. <laughs> because my parents are dead and they're going to roll in their graves because they're they're going to go, he's wearing a robe and he's sitting on the bench and this is the kid that we raised. So they said, no, seriously. And I said, no, seriously. I'm not wearing a robe. And they said, well, we're sorry to hear that. And I said, I understand. So sometime later, I got a call and they said, um, we've decided that only the judge is going to wear a robe. And I says, good, good. Um, but you have to wear a suit. And I says, we, I don't have a suit. <laughs> well, go buy a suit. <laughs> I says, no. I, 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 and then the lady was nice to me, and she says, I know your parents are gone. And I said, they are. And she says, what would you wear to your mother's funeral? And I said, you're not going to like the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I only own Levi's, and some are older than others, yes. others and some are newer than others. I only own Levi's. And she says, oh, I'm sorry about that. So then I get a call from the judge, and he says, make me an offer. <laughs> and I said, I'm happy to go away. And he goes, no, make me an offer. And I said, okay, brand new blue jeans, pressed and starched, cowboy boots of one color that will match the belt I'm wearing, a cowboy, a long sleeve cowboy shirt of two colors with no logos, Actually, he said, no logos, and I said, fair yeah. enough. And he said, and I said, that's my offer. And he goes, can I get you to wear a tie? And I said, no, I don't even know how to tie a tie. He says, how about a bolo tie? And I said, bingo. Got one. I'll take it. <laughs> and he goes, okay. And then he goes, wait, let me just look at my list. And he goes, and you know, Kurt, I always yeah. wear a hat. Yeah. He goes, no hat. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you know, we're so close. I'll do that. Yeah. I won't wear a hat in the hearing. That sounds about like what you wore to the the Biltmore that night. Um, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Brand new Levi's, long sleeve cowboy shirt, bolo tie. Yeah. And no, no hat. hat. No yeah. hat. And uh and and so when I dress that way, the family knows we're going to a funeral or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, but anyway, that that's what that's the truth that's the truth yeah. of what happened. Yeah. And so I just um I just don't I don't know how to tie a tie. I don't want to learn how to tie a tie. I, I, my dad always wore a tie. He always looked good. My dad was a very good businessman, but it's just not me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I figure that you probably think that a tie has 13 knots in it, right? We, or 13 <laughs> loops. Yeah. <laughs> You're exactly right. That's He's referring to a hangman's yeah. noose that has 13 loops on that it. That you've spent your whole ch uh, childhood trying to stay away stay from. Stay away from. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, oh, yeah. So, anyway, I, I served at the end of the first year. And then they reassigned me to another year. And then they sentenced me for three years. So I was well on my way to five years. And finally, I had an issue come up and I had to resign. Uh. But um, it was it was just uh, it was just it was an, a fun time. And and you, you know me good enough to know that I'm I'll make up my own mind. Yeah. And so we would go into chambers uh. and uh, and and then say, OK, you know, we need to vote on this. And I always wanted to vote last. And they go, why? And I says, because I'd like to hear your arguments in case I miss something. I'd like to hear what you have to say. So just let me let me vote last a couple of times. So I remember the very first case we all voted three. Yes, yeah. we were going to readmit this person. And we went back in and we told it was Friday afternoon. And rather than make her wait all weekend long, we, we said, no, we're letting you back in. Mm -hmm. It's it's a good thing. You've done everything that we've asked you to do. And we gave her a standing ovation. The next time, we, the next case I was picked to listen to, we went in and, 
and we went back in and we said to the guy, "You're you're so far away from <laughs> where you need to be." <laughs> the answer is no, <laughs> and we'll and you you know whatever whatever. I just remember that there was a lot of responsibility, and there was often times that I was the odd vote. But there was three people voting. There was the judge and an attorney member, and then I was representing the public. But there was other public members yeah. as well. So there was times that it was two to th- two to one, and I was the odd man out, and I was okay with yeah. that. Uh, I just um, we we had I think we had just different, slightly different levels of standards. Yeah. And it's not that theirs were better than mine or right. mine were better than theirs. It was just sometimes I thought that the offense was. A bad offense, yeah. and they didn't, or the other way around. Sometimes yeah. I thought it was no big deal, and they thought it was a world-shattering yeah. thing. So anyway, that's um, yeah. I'm not known to dress up, and <laughs> and and I and Renee says, "What are we going to do when you die?" And I said, "I got that plan. I'm going to be cremated. <laughs> you don't have to worry about dressing me because <laughs> I'm going to end up as dirt, you know, and, yeah. and just go spread me out there in the horse manure, and I'll be fine. You'll be at home. I'll be at home. <laughs> I'll be at home." And she didn't like that comment. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably going to catch out from her for that too. <laughs> anyway, so it, it, it's really an honor, and I was proud when you and they took your category first. And when they announced you as the winner, I was really proud. Um, SNS Tire, I was in the number two group. You were in the number one. I was in the number two, and then SNS Tire was in number three. And, number three, yeah. And we were, and 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 I thought, there's no way we're going to do a clean sweep on section one, two, and three, with Kurt and me and and SNS. That didn't happen, no. but that's okay. Um, I'm still proud of you for winning. But you and I and SNS were three finalists. In yeah, I'm proud of that. Because being a finalist is a big deal. You, 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 um, you evidently were picked a bunch, a lot of others, and no one knows how many. But I would imagine there was 10, 20, 30 other applicants. I'm I guessing. I, I'm, I would imagine it's somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. So anyway, but that, uh, that's a, that, that. I was proud of you. I was really, really Thank proud you. of you and and you and your wife. And she was especially proud. Folks, Kurt's the ones. That when you do business with him, his wife will then deliver handmade um, goods to your house to thank you um, sometime later after your first visit. Does she still do that? Yes, she does. Okay. And tell me what she makes. So I'm, 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 well, I'm going to come up and get an oil change so I can get some of the bakery goods. No, Mark, you ain't paying attention. Because <laughs> I had her drop two or Oh, you didn't know about that. No. I had her drop two or three. I'm down here a while back, but I think. I, think I may have been up the I, ranch. No, I I believe Andy and Renee ate them all. Oh, so you're going to throw <laughs> them under the bus? <laughs> well, my wife told me I couldn't throw her under the bus. Oh, you know that's a good thing, um, and I'm going to ask Andy and Renee about that because I'll I'll, I'll uh, that's and I I am um, I've been up at the ranch now for about a month and a half. I every every winter when it gets down to zero to seventeen degrees, my exterior water system freezes goes to hell yeah and so i have been working really hard the last couple of months to get that situated get that handled get that under control get things wrapped get things heated stuff like that i have been on my backhoe digging holes and what i'm doing is is there's some underground valves and they're freezing on me and we're talking two inch water lines with 60 psi mm. so i mean i get some big big wow. floods so i'm boxing them in with block and then I cover the pipe with sand, and then I put a half-inch aluminum plate over the top of it with a rubber gasket, and then I cover it with four inches of granite. And I run tests last year, and with that kind of an atmosphere, I'm I'm not freezing the line. So I'm hoping that I'm going to successfully pull that off this year. 
I, most of the lines that are underground don't freeze, but when they come f- out of the right. ground is when they freeze. Yeah. So I'm thinking if I can get them, keep them in the ground and keep the lid on it and keep the cold out of there, I think I'll be all right. Now, the plan B is is to run some electricity out there. To heat them. I, to heat them. And I can do that with a 100-watt bulb. Yeah. And so I, they make those little cubes that to turn on your electrical bulb at 40 degrees and turn it off at 45 so I already have a couple of those near my horse troughs. So I have the boxes, and then I have the lights and stuff yeah. like that. Well, so I hope it works because you get grouchy when it breaks. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> there's no one to yell at. <laughs> the other morning I got up, and, and all, the, all, the, all the pumps were running. And I took the dogs outside. I, and I'm going to draw you a really good picture. I'm in my boxers. <laughs> there's no one around. Yeah. The dogs are running around. It's 4.30 in the morning. I hear the pumps running, and I'm thinking, okay, they'll go off in a minute. So I went in, I flipped the coffee on, I went back out, pumps are still running, I go out there, the pressures are at zero. Oh. I have a big leak somewhere. Yeah. So I'm looking, it took me two days to find it. And once I found it, up there, there's lots of granite, so yeah. the ground's real porous. Yeah. I was looking for a wet spot, ain't no, no such wet no. spot. So anyway, I blew a two-inch line, wow. and it froze, and it broke, but it was really my fault because I hadn't put it together properly and it was it had some tension on it. Yeah. So I should have cut one another half an inch off yeah. this one pipe and I didn't do it. So anyway, 602-508-0960 we're talking about cars in case they want to know that. Yeah. And you got two good guys here and we're we're ready to help you 602-508-0960 we'll be right back. Mike Gallagher is tired of the gun control rhetoric. If Chris had not been able to get a hold of 13 guns it wouldn't have happened. Empty rhetoric. And my heart goes out to this father and the mother because their son will forever be known as the monster who killed innocent people. Stop blaming the gun, the inanimate object, for the evilness of the creature. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Dennis Prager at 9, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Hillary Clinton may be plagued by the email scandal, and the former Secretary of State may be haunted by the ghosts of Benghazi. But according to my friend and best-selling author Ed Klein, these problems are not the fundamental problem that will dog and perhaps defeat the former First Lady in her campaign to re-enter the White House. Hillary's problem? She's unlikable. Yes, that's the title of Ed's latest book. In Unlikable, The Problem with Hillary, Klein paints a vivid picture of Hillary as only those closest to her can reveal. 
from questionable ethics to unquenchable ambition, from her marriage of political convenience to her nasty treatment of staff members, particularly military staff, and the deliberate cover-up of her serious health problems. Ed Klein has put together a portrait of Hillary that is difficult to put down. Ed Klein's new book, Unlikable, The Problem with Hillary, is available now at Amazon, Costco, Barnes & Noble, and wherever quality books are sold. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037, so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman, something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right, but don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, Let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cool time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem, my name, Kurt Rock from Kurt's Auto Repair at I-17 and Bell Road, northeast corner, is sitting here next to me. We've got callers, and we're going to pay them courtesy of getting to them right now. Well, let me tell you real quick about Quality Transmission. Quality Transmission is the transmission shop that I have for the East Valley. Why is Quality special? Well, he's been in business a very long time. I know Bob since 1977, as a matter of fact. I know Bob personally. He's a Vietnam veteran. He flew jets in Vietnam. He's an Eagle Scout. He's an honest guy. He's dependable. He knows right from wrong. He's the kind of guy, even now... If your daughter brought him home, and he and he's not available, by the way, but if his daughter, if your daughter <laughs> brought him home, you would like him. That's the kind of guy he yeah. is. You would like him. So Bob knows the difference between right and wrong. He does quality work. That's why it's called quality transmission. So he has lots of business, repeat customers, customer referrals. He's a member of the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association, all that jazz. But more important than anything else is, is he's the go-to guy, as far as I'm concerned, for the East Valley for transmissions. George, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. Uh, first of all, I want to let you know I have a uh, 99 Dodge Stratus with a 2.5 V6 engine in it, okay? Okay. And I uh, bought the car in the springtime and had about 93,000 miles on it. And fortunately, I was able to get a lot of the repair records that's been done on the car. Okay. Okay. And recently took a trip to California on the highway, uh, got past Indio, and the check engine light goes on. Okay. So I bring it back, uh, took it to three different places. They all came up with the same readings. It's a P300. Okay. Uh, misfires and cylinders one, two, four, and five. Okay. And uh, car has had, based on the repair records, 
in the last 35,000 miles, a new alternator, a crankshaft sensor replacement, a battery. Uh, I know, but George, and, let's get to the point, though. What's the issue? Is Are you concerned what, about the... Uh, my, my, my thing is, I just want to let you know what was happening, uh, what's been replaced, and what would you do as far as your first line of uh, uh, getting this fixed? Okay, you you want to take a shot at that? Well, a P three hundred is multiple misfires. That's yeah. that's common. It's going to be caused by by uh, ignition circuitry, uh, leaky intake manifolds that leak out on several. So anything that would cause the cylinders to misfire. And the misfire is going to be it could be electrical. Could be electrical. It could be primary ignition, which is the crankshaft sensor, mm -hmm. or the camshaft sensor. It could be secondary ignition, which is the spark plugs, the wires, the coils. Yeah, that's a coil pack on that one, I believe. Okay, and it's in it's coil yeah. over ignition. Yeah. And it also could be a lean condition mm -hmm. or a rich condition. Mm -hmm. So, see, the problem, George, is is that the P300 just tells us the problem is in the state of Colorado. We still have to do work to find out which where it's at. We have to find the city, the street address, the number. We have to find the zip code. We have to find that. Mm -hmm. So you can't, you can't, no one in the world can diagnose your P300 over the phone. Now, tell me what your procedure is. First of all, you've got to verify it. Okay. Uh, we're going to hook up a scan tool, and then we're going to see if the condition is existing at the time that we've got the car. Wait a minute, though. A scan tool, how is that different than a code reader? <laughs> well, first you take several more thousand dollars out of your pocket, and then you take several hour, hundred hours of training, and then you get a scan tool and a tech that knows what they're doing. Okay, so a code reader gives you the code, and it guesses on the repair, yeah. and it'll give you some suggestions. But a scanner actually gives you serial stream data, so you get to see what the computer's right. seeing, and you get to see what the computer's doing. It's all in number order. Right. So how do you? Is there a difference between a three and a five oh, yeah. on your scanner? Sure. Is there is. a difference between a one and a ten on your scanner? Yes. And you have to know that. Yeah. And the first thing they're going to do is they're going to go in and look at uh, what the oxygen sensors are doing right. when it's misfiring. Yes. That would answer whether or not we got a lean condition or a rich condition, as you mentioned. And and in in the oxygen sensor, you're going to look at the O2 sensor, and the O2 sensors are all going to say one. And you don't even know what the rest of the numbers are because no. all you're getting is a one. Right. Now, let me ask you a question. If it's a one, then is is what does that tell the technician? Uh, if it's doing one volt, it's telling the technician that you're at the extreme end, which is uh, rich, I believe, right? Full rich. Yeah, and then if it's down on the other end, it's full lean. Okay, so if it's running full rich and we have a misfire, then it's probably going to be a fouled spark plug. It's probably going to be a dirty spark plug. It could be an injector that's stuck open. It could be all kinds of high rich fuel conditions. Pressure. High fuel pressure or a bad pre fuel yep. pressure regulator. Yep. So, but if it's on the other end of the spectrum and it's on the point one, then yeah. it's running lean. And we're looking at a leaky intake manifold gaskets or, or, exactly. or mass airflow sensors that's totally whacked. It's just like a doctor. Yeah. It's just like a doctor, George. You have to go in, you have to look for signs, and you have to be smart enough to read all that information on the scanner. So, so yes, if you were to allow uh, Kurt and I to bid... Eight or nine hundred dollars, we could probably fix it for that. Yeah, but I would start with a like a hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty dollar diagnostic, and then we tell them exactly what it is. And and I would say the same thing. I have said in this show many times, seventy five to one hundred and fifty dollars. And the reason I give that spread is because it covers everybody I recognize as being honest. Right. You just said one twenty, one twenty five, one thirty. Yeah. I there's guys I believe that'll do it for seventy five. Then there's guys that are one fifty. But that's the range. Right. But everybody's going to end up around a hundred bucks, give or take twenty dollars. Yep. Yep. So. so if 
if I was to take it to Kurt's shop, he's he's got the equipment that could diagnose my uh, my problem. Like versus taking it to a dealer that has you know the equipment supposedly for the engines or whatever. Well, I have Am two I comments on that. Number one, Kurtz is going, and I'm going to speak for him. Kurtz is going to tell you exactly what's wrong with it, and he's going to give you a three-tiered estimate. Here's your diagnostic. Here's the part. Here's the labor. Here's the sales tax. This is what you write your check for before you leave your house. And I guarantee that I'm going to wipe that 300 code right off the computer's mm -hmm. memory. Okay, that's how it's going to work. Number two. The, the idea that dealerships are so superior to independent car repair shops is offensive, and I'm not taking offense to you, I'm talking in general, because those guys that work on Fords and Chevys and Hondas and Toyotas and Mercedes-Benz and BMWs can't work in my shop, because when they come and they're a Chrysler-only guy and I give them a Ford, they usually wet their pants. <laughs> They usually run and hide, and they want to come to work for me, and they don't want to work on Alfa Romeos through Mercury's efforts. Yeah. They, don't want to, they only want to work on what they do best. Now, there's lots of good dealer technicians. I've hired my fair yeah. share. They're good guys. Yeah, they are. But the majority of them have a skill level, so they're like a throat doctor, a skin doctor, an ear yeah. doctor, an eye doctor. A veterinarian takes care of horses, cows, dogs, cats, <laughs> turtles, snakes, <laughs> spiders. A veterinarian is a guy that's, that, that plies his trade across many horizons. We are Independent repair shops are like veterinarians. We're not focused on eyes and ears and nose and heart and lungs and feet and joints. We don't do that. We right. do everything. Right. Now, here's, the, here's George. Here's what you look for. You look for an independent shop that's, that doesn't pretend like he's God's gift to man and that he can do everything because there are times I refer someone somewhere else. Right. Because there's another shop that's going to do better than I am. Right. There's somebody else that I know. For instance, Buyer Motor Works down in Chandler. We get some BMWs in there, and sometimes they're beyond our capability. Yeah. Ship them down to Buyer. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you something, though. Okay. Do you have just one scan tool? I have seven. I, yeah, I don't have just one. And when it comes to Ford, GM, and Chrysler, I have the factory scan tools, and I'm sure you do, too. And I do, too. Yes, yeah. you're right. And then we okay, have the aftermarket. That's good to know. All that's right. good to know. My, so, my thing is I just don't want to have somebody coming in Start replacing parts and say, oh, I think this okay. is Okay, all right, I'm up against a break. Stay there, George. Stay there. Okay. And, John, you too. We'll be right back in just a minute. 602 we got two lines available, or three lines available, and we're going to get to to George and John. John and I want to comment on what you just said, George, so just stay right there. We'll be right back. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004... They won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. The market goes up and the market goes down. It always has and it always will. But if you are in or near retirement, do you really have the time to wait for the market to go through these cycles? Think about it. Having your money invested in the market is like walking up a flight of stairs. But instead of moving up one step at a time, every third step you have to go back down two steps or more. Remember the story about the guy who was sentenced to an eternity of rolling the rock up the hill only to have it roll back down every time he got close to the top? Sound familiar? Using our advanced planning, saving for retirement is like riding up an escalator. Nice, steady growth without any risk of ever falling down. Guaranteed. So stop trudging up the steps and hop on the worry-free, zero-risk escalator to retirement. Pick up the phone and call us now to receive your free safe money information kit. Call 1-877-51-RADIO. That's 877-517-2346. Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park. Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket. The rocket launched into the air. And then crashed into the pond. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Listen every weekday from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. We're gonna uh, we're on the phone with George, and George, I, I have a quick comment for you. Um, and we were talking. George had a PO300 code, right? And uh, George was concerned that uh, there was a lot of different options to fix that PO300 code, and the and we agree, right? And we discussed those options. George, let me arm you with something that I think will fix your problem. Your concern is is you don't want to waste money on somebody trying to fix it. And maybe it takes them three tries to fix it, and you don't want to pay for the first or the second try. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. This is what you say. This is what you say at Salem Boys Auto. This is what you say at Kurt's Automotive. You look them in the eye, and you say, what's the diagnostic charge? Kurt already told you, 120, 120, thereabouts. He's going to give you that number at the front counter. So am I. 
then then you look them in the eye and you say at that point you're going to then tell me what the repair is and 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 that will fix the PO300. Yes, we are. Then you look them in the eye and you say I'm not paying for guessing. Nope. If we're guessing, we're guessing with your money. That's what you say to Kurt. That's what you say to me. So I'm not paying for guessing. So you're not going to call tell me to do the intake manifold. Then you're going to call me back and say, "Well, we got the intake manifold fixed and now you need an O2 sensor." Right. Or you need this or you need that. You look them in the eye and say, "I'm not paying for guessing." I'm paying for fixing. So I expect my bill to have three things. One, a diagnostic, probably a part, probably a labor to be installed a part, sales tax, shop supplies, environmental charges, and my PO300 will not reappear. That's right. That's how you handle it. Yep. So no matter where you go, you look them in the eye and say, I'm not paying for guessing. Because there's, we agree, both of us agree, right. there's lots of shops out there that are going to guess on your dime, and that's not necessary. And I would say more than half the dealers could fix this as well. Wouldn't you say that? I would think so. And I would think half the independent repair shops we both know could fix that. Oh, yeah, easy. But that leaves 50% of those guys out there that are that are flying by the seat of their pants. Yes, sir. Okay. George, thank you for bringing that <laughs> well, up. Good luck. Before you leave, one, one other question. Okay. Okay, if he fixes it, okay, and then I drive down the road, and then 500 miles later it goes on again. Is that considered a, a guess, or who is that considered? Because you can reset Well, George, can, I'm not going to play what back. if with you for the next two hours. The idea is is that the PO300 comes back on. It's his problem. Yes. It's his problem. And that's exactly why I tell people to buy, get your old parts. Let's say that Salem put uh, a mass airflow sensor for $400 in your car, and I said that's going to fix it. Then you drive down the road, and the, and the light comes back on, and it's the same code. Right. It has to be the same code. And there's how many codes? 65 or more. 65 or more codes. So it could be a speed sensor code. It could be a, an airflow sensor code. It could be a transmission solenoid code. It could be anything. Yeah. But a PO300 is different. So I'm not going to play what if with you, George. I'm just going to tell you that's what it's all about. You get your old parts, and then you're sure you get a month on the car, and the mass airflow sensor is in. There's no more codes. There's no problems. Then you throw the mass airflow sensor away. Until then, you keep it, because if Salem screws up the car and you take the car back and say this, I love it when you bring your old mass airflow sensor in, because I don't have to be, give you my $400 one for free. I'm going to put your old one back in. I'm going to no charge the diagnosis, and we're going to go back and look for it. That happens at my shop once or twice or three times a year in 10,000 cars a year. Yeah. About you. Very, very seldom. Okay. And similar numbers. Yeah. It's just, it happens every once in a while. And and we take care of it. So that's what it is. Thank you very much, George. John, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah. Good morning, John. Good morning. Um, I've sent you three or four emails in the past, and you've always responded by the next day. And that's always amazed me because you must get hundreds of emails. Uh I do. My very first one was asking for a recommendation for a mechanic on the west side by my house. Okay. And you recommended Kurt's Auto. And I've been going there for years. And I just wanted to call and thank you personally for answering all my emails and solving my problems. And I wanted to thank Kurt and his staff for all the work they've done for us on our vehicles. And I just... I couldn't be happier. That's, that's all I wanted to say. Oh, thank you. Thank Thanks, you. John. That's, you know, um, I, I just wrote down on my tape, 2627 is when he started. Yeah. And I'm going to cut that out for you. Um, because it, 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 it means the world to us. Um, it, I, it takes um, 
from my perspective, you have to understand, I think you understand perfectly well, the risk associated with referring to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> and Kurt and I were just talking about that. Kurt had a situation the other day where you referred a body shop, yeah. and I guess it didn't turn out good. Well, it, for I felt sorry for the owner of the body shop because because you referred the wrong yeah. customer. <laughs> okay, and I ha- that happens to me. Yeah. Um. It, so to go through what John said is, I answer every email. Yeah. Um. I do my best, and I've been getting lots of you hit the nail on the head kind of emails, and my daughter's keeping track of those. Yeah. So she says you're running about forty percent. That's and, pretty good. Well, you know, for doing crap over the internet, that's pretty <laughs> damn good. The other day, a guy told me about a sad story that went on for hours, and I said. I'd put a radiator in it. Yeah. And he says, I, that's not going to be it. And I said, you know what? That's my diagnosis. And and it's and it's worth what you paid for it. Zero. Yeah. But if I were you, I'd put a radiator in it because some of the things that you said lead me to believe that you have a plugged radiator. It's not plugged. Fine. Then don't replace it. Goodbye. Yeah. So he writes me back and he goes, you hit the nail on the head. I put, <laughs> put a radiator in it. The problem solved and the, it's gone. And thank you very much. Yeah. And so she, she says, way to go, dad. She yeah. sends me the email. You know, way to go. So you say, yes, um, I do take a lot of emails, and you have come through for me so many times where I've sent people to you, and you have pulled the rabbit out of your hat, and I get the proverbial call that says, thank you. Um, what started it that I remember was the lady with the bad motor. Yeah. And she three shops had bid her thousands of dollars for an engine, and you pick, you fixed it with an oil pressure gauge and manual testing and a little bit of labor for less than 200 yeah, I thought. Yeah, it was 170 something. 170 And she left there, and she's been your customer ever since, and, and she's one of my best friends. Yeah. <laughs> she, well, I know that you have pretty big guns, so I want to please you best I can. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Don't <laughs> I thought you got a horse. <laughs> I do. I do have a big horse. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll dance him into your lobby, <laughs> and I'll make sure that he's... he. I gave him a little bit of bowel movement <laughs> medicine, and we're going to leave a pile of manure in your lobby like you've and never kick seen. Over the coffee and table. kick over the coffee coffee table. Hey, when we come back, the lines are open, 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem, Kurt Rock from Kurt's Automotive. I-17 and Bell is my sidekick today. Give us a call. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. This is not the time for moral equivalence. Not in a war against terror, not in a war for the West, not in a war for common sense. Stand with the one democracy in the entire region, our ally in the entire region, and denounce terrorism and be clear about it. And maybe, just maybe, if you stop focusing on their claims based on frauds and lies, maybe, just maybe, you'll quit encouraging those acts of terror based on those frauds and those lies. Weekday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. 
The future of freedom is now, and there's one person unafraid to take us there. Maybe Mitt Romney had to lose, and maybe we had to give Republicans one more chance in 2014, and maybe Mitch McConnell and John Boehner had to betray us once again. And Coulter. We are destroying the country if we don't cut this immigration off, both legal and illegal. Where is America headed, and how did we get here? Ann Coulter and Hugh Hewitt, a special one-night event, including a special Q&A panel of Arizona congressional leaders moderated by Hugh Hewitt and Arizona Republican Chairman Robert Graham, November 12th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets on sale now at 960thepatriot.com. Limited seating, including exclusive VIP meet-and-greet tickets before the event that include the best seats in the house. The biggest political event of 2015, the Future of Freedom Tour, sponsored by Guns Etc. On sale now at 960thepatriot.com. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car. And we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service. Or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Looking to see what's up next on The Hugh Hewitt Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem and... Kurt Rock are at your service, 602-508-0960. Let me tell you about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing real quick. Since 1970, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing has been providing expert auto and truck repair and maintenance services and RV work for their customers in the Mesa area. I've known the Thompson family since the 70s. I've admired the Thompson family since the 70s. I worked for one of the brother-in-law's of the Thompson family mm. in the 70s, actually from 68 to 72 when I was in high school. So I know them really well. Thompson's Auto Repair is the only shop in Mesa that has applied to be on our best car repair shops list and passed the filters. So Thompson's is the only one. So if you live in Mesa, I have one shop to recommend, and that's Thompson's Auto Repair. They're on Main Street, just east of Stapley, certainly cent- centrally located, and when you meet Brian and his wife Thelma, you'll know exactly why. I'm so excited to let you know that they're in business and they're really good, honest people. All righty, Gary, you're up next, buddy. How can I help you? Uh, Hi, Mark. Uh, I've got a 2011 F-150, and uh, probably within the last, uh, I'd say, couple months, it's uh, the low 
oil pressure um, display comes up on the screen. And it seems to only do it when I'm uh, at a stoplight idling. I haven't noticed that it's done it while I'm driving. Uh, at one point, I even put it in into a, a park, and it, it didn't seem to do it. It seemed like it, it only did it when I was stopped at a light. And if I, um, I, I actually drive, I drive with two feet. So I have my left foot on the brake and my right foot, and if I give it a little gas... Okay. And, and, and I, I know exactly. Um, now, I'm going to ask you, what's the estimate for the work necessary to identify the problem? Uh, the work necessary to identify the problem is maximum an hour. Okay, uh, So and we're going to convert that to dollars. So 50 to $100. Okay, and how, what's your labor rate? We're 105, and I'm 112. Yeah. So, and and my neighborhood average is 126. Yeah. And but, admittedly, I got like 22 dealers yeah. around me. Yeah. So my average is probably my average neighborhood is a right. little higher than right. yours. And so what we're saying to you, Gary, is is this is really an easy one. Yeah. Gary, does the engine ever clatter or make noise? No. Okay. Then I think you're going to agree with me, Kurt, that it's not a low oil pressure problem. It don't sound like <laughs> okay. one. Okay, we got a gauge that's a little off kilter, or we've got an oil pressure switch that talks to the gauge that's a little out of kilter. So if I'm not mistaken, Kurt, we would take the oil pressure gauge out, we would screw in a manual gauge, yep. and we'd go drive it. Yeah. The drive that we take in your truck is going to take us longer to get it up to operating temperature and see what happens at idle. Yeah than anything else we do. <laughs> the test drive is going to take the most time. Yeah. So we get this manual pressure gauge on there and we're watching the oil pressure and if the manual pressure gauge, the specifications say that at 8 pounds it comes on and we're sitting there with 12, 15 or 20 pounds, then we're going to replace the sending unit. You're going to have 50 to $100 worth of diagnostic time. You're going to have 10 to $20 for an oil pressure switch. You're going to have about a half an hour to replace Probably. it. Probably. And well, we're, we're already taking we're, it out yeah. With, yeah. The, with the test. But some of these switches can go up a little more than that on these computer switches. I, 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 and you're right. Yeah. I need to open that up to 10 to $50. Yeah. Okay. For the part. Yeah. So 10 to $50 for the part, $50 to $100 for the diagnostics. And we're going to screw the oil pressure switch in because when we take our gauge okay. out, well, we got to put something in the hole. <laughs> we got to put something in the <laughs> hole. <laughs> In your case, the other thing it could be, and, and I've I've seen this once in all my life, is his idle, his curb idle is too low. It, and he said when he put it in park, which raises it up another yeah. couple hundred RPM, the light goes out. Yeah. So I'm thinking if we find that, the, that, that everything is right, then to reset minimum idle authority, clean up the throttle blades. You're probably another... What five tenths to nine tenths, something like okay, that. Okay, so fifty to a hundred dollars. Now forget the oil pressure switch. Yeah. If we find out that it's it's an idle issue and the idle's too low, because you've you've said that by kicking it into park it goes away, then we're talking about about a hundred dollars to clean yeah. your throttle blades and then synchronize the TPS, the idle air control motor, and the uh, throttle blades. Yeah. yeah. So, Mark, do you. Uh, is there? I'm actually looking for a new place. I was. I have been taking it to one of the dealers, and uh, frankly, I'm I'm not overly excited uh, about them. And I was looking for a place. Um, I live in Scottsdale. Um, you know, probably. I, I, I'm assuming the Air Park, maybe uh, okay. Scottsdale yeah. Air Park somewhere. I've got Scottsdale Air Park is on my list of best car repair shops. It's, it's at Hayden and Rain Tree, and it's owned by a woman who answers to no man. Now, 
Nadine and Stacy were married, and Stacy passed away. And Stacy and I have been buddies, and Nadine and, and my wife Renee, we've all been friends since the early 90s because we all built our facilities in the early 90s. Mine opened in 94. I think Stacy opened his up in Air Park in 95. I've had 20 years of experience with uh, Air Park Auto. Stacy passed away maybe seven years ago, maybe longer, and Nadine took over. And I'm as proud of her as I would if she was my daughter, but she's not. She's my age. So Nadine is a good, honest facility, and um, I, I would think that you would find them um, extraordinarily honest and, and skilled, and, and certainly Nadine knows the difference between right and wrong. And here's what Nadine does better. She knows when the technician's lying to her, and that's a skill few men have. <laughs> so she's smart enough to know. So I would recommend that you would go to, to Air Park Auto. Would you happen to have a phone number for them? I do. Um, I'm going to look at it right up here just a minute. It's uh, oh, it's on the wall, and uh, my glasses um, aren't as good as they used to be, so I'm going to get up. Um, 480-998-1605. Okay, and that's called Air Park Auto. Air Park Auto, yeah. It's right just east of Hayden on Rain Tree on the south side of the road. Okay, and then one last thing. Then I'm, I'm assuming that the... the it's uh, as long as it's not chattering or doing, you know, something odd. It's it's safe to drive. You want to take that? What I tell people is, if it's not chattering or doing something odd, it's usually safe to drive, but it's still in your ballpark. Yeah, I'm uh, not going to take liability <laughs> for it if it comes unglued. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and 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 I'm going to say the same thing. Um, there is a slight risk associated with this. But if I were in your car and I was halfway between Albuquerque and Flagstaff and I didn't have any engine clatter and I had an oil pressure gauge problem, I would continue yeah. to drive. Yeah. The engine clatter says we got big time problems. Right. But if you don't have the engine clatter, then Kurt, I'm willing, I'm saying 90, I'm 95% sure he has a bad oil pressure gauge or the idle's too low. Right. And if it was your car, Mark, I'd go ahead and drive it to the dealer for you. Um, <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> anyway, Dan, I, I'm quite sure you're all right. I'm going to go along with Kurt. If you happen to wipe the motor out, don't come see me. But I'm going to tell you that if you and I were in Albu outside Albuquerque and we need to make it to Flagstaff, and maybe we were a little younger and there was a couple pretty girls waiting for us in Flagstaff, we'd be driving your truck, buddy. Yeah. All righty. All right. Thank you, Mark. I Alrighty. appreciate it. You betcha. Oh, bye. All righty. <laughs> How much trouble will I get in for that comment? <laughs> You're on your own, Jack. <laughs> oh, Henri is my middle name. You know, I, everybody in my family, they just shake their head. Um, somebody said the other day, you're like Donald Trump. And I, <laughs> said, and I, and I said, you know, I had to punch the dog out of you for saying that. I could that. tell you you're not like Trump. Uh, you know, you I, have different hair than he does. <laughs> I have less hair than he does. Um, you, you, well, I'm not getting into politics because no. right now it's just a craziness uh, about it. But um, it is it is a crazy thing. It They bring up the, the callers. Do we have any more callers, Jeremy? Okay, Dan, let's go to Dan. Dan, to Dan. We, we have a second, Dan. Dan, go right ahead, buddy. Okay, I can get started on this. I don't yes, know sir. if either one of you are aware of the Ford spark plug class action settlement. Uh, we're, we're very aware of the <laughs> okay. Ford spark plug settlement. Uh, we're, we're very aware, but why don't you brief us quickly on it? I just got a notice, and uh, it uh, I, I, I did 
the spark plug changed myself, and I couldn't be happier since I did. They all came out in one piece, but I've heard horror stories from other people. Uh, came to, I'll be more than happy to wait if you want to hear the uh, the paragraph that they gave me on this. To well, if you'll read it quickly, I'm, I'm game for that. Government has been reached in a class action against Ford Motor Company. The case concerns certain 2004 to 8 vehicles with 5.43 valve engines. The lawsuit alleges that spark plugs came stuck and sometimes breaking the engine, making it more difficult than expensive to remove. Ford denies these allegations. The settlement resolves the case and will pay money to class members who submit valid claims. And then it goes on and explains how much they'll pay for certain... Let let me just give you a synopsis. There are two Ford spark plug problems. Mm -hmm. The three-valve is one, and the Triton is the other. Mm -hmm. The Triton one, there's not enough threads that go into the head, and they blow them out, and they dent the hood. On the three-valve one, the center of the spark plug comes out. Yep. Okay, so two separate problems. I have been involved in many class action suits. As a matter of fact, I was the expert for the General Motors intake gasket Ah. uh, class action suit. I was one of the experts. So I'm real familiar with how this process is, and they always put that language in there. We're not admitting guilt, but we'll give you your money back. If you took your spark plugs out and and you got them out, here's what's the matter on the three-valve. The last thread of the spark plugs protrudes into this combustion chamber that fills with a ring of very hard carbon. Think of carbon being in the cylinder. It's almost got the consistency of a diamond. When you bring the spark plug out, the the, the threads don't clean this ring of carbon off. You just bring the threads with it, and you're in big trouble. That's one of the possibilities. The other possibilities, we blow the guts right out of it. Yeah, the plugs break up. Yeah. So we've all done that, and I think I'm going to brag, and I hope you you agree, my success rate on either one of those is 90%. Yeah, it's excellent. There's times I have to pull the head. Yeah. There's times I have to replace the, the spark plug threads, but my success rate is 90%. Right. And it's usually not all of them. It's usually one or two of them that does it. Right. And in addition to the 90%, it's it's we're fixing the problem at the same time. Yeah. So we're going to put spark plugs in that don't have that one thread in, and we're going to put spark plugs that have more bite on the threads of the, yeah. of the Triton motors, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, Tom, um, I can't get to you, but I sure hope you, you hang on for us because you'll be my first caller. We come back on the air in about three and a half minutes. So just hang on it the best you can. Dan, thank you for bringing up the Ford spark plug issue. Anybody else has a question on that, give us a call. We have open lines now, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And Alan just sat down here next to me, my son, and all I want to know from you is, is let me turn on your microphone, is did Lexi win her baseball game? Well, they don't. Oh, hold on. Go ahead. They don't technically keep score. But, okay. Uh, How'd she do? She played great. Did she? Yeah, she, she played that's great. My, this is my grandson. This is Alan's daughter. She what? Did granddaughter, she, yeah. Granddaughter. Did she pitch? Uh, she played all different positions, but she played first base, pitcher, and I think shortstop today. I'm most proud of her because when I see her, she at least knows when to run the bases. Oh, yeah. And yeah. she knows where first, second, yeah, third absolutely. is. Yeah, absolutely. Some She's of the other girls are just struggling with that. Yep, absolutely. But when you're six years old, I remember when you were six years old, um, I remember you falling asleep at first base, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) 
I remember when he was six years old, he was more interested in the cheerleaders than he was the <laughs> baseball game. There's a lot of things I can tell about him, but I'll let that go. Yeah. All righty, 602-508-0960. My name's Mark Salem. Kurt Rock is sitting to my left. Alan Salem is sitting to my right, and you've got a team for in the next hour. And uh, please, Tom and anybody else that's holding, you guys stay right there because we'll get you. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.